Aren't you impressed? Every book ever written must bow in obeisance before God's holy Bible, and that's without exception. Philippians 2, 9 through 11, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Some may ask about the relevance of this passage and Jesus Christ to books. Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega, the first and last letter of the Greek alphabet, and all the words in between. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. An official name for Jesus Christ is recorded in Revelation 19.13, and his name is called the Word of God. God's words are true and righteous altogether, and his word is the very source of all conversation. Carnal man and his books will fight, resist, and wrangle against the Word of God, but all will finally bow and confess. Unfortunately for most, it will be too late. Now, today is the time to bow your knee and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory. Have you been born again as Jesus Christ declares in John 3, 3? Have you been born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Today is today to make your peace with God. Today, all your sin and shame can be expunged from your record. Every carnal man in his carnal books must bow and confess. You can do it now while there is still time. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Romans 1, 24 through 28 and verse 32. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. God said, Matthew 10, 1, And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. God said, 1 Thessalonians 4, 4, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. God said, Luke sixteen twenty through 24, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. 
the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Man said, Homosexuality is a genetic issue, and when you're born that way, it is irreversible. It's nobody's business who you love. It's yours. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 854, that will once again certify the magnificent inerrancy of God's Word found in the majority text authorized King James Version of your Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text, and streaming audio for your edification, and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting today. May God keep you always in a blessable place. This may offend some people's idea of Christianity, but God teaches His children perfect hatred. Psalms one thirty nine twenty one and 22. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Perfect hatred is to hate the sin, but to love the sinner. Homosexuality is an unclean spirit that causes those who are possessed by it and those who embrace it to sin. We hate the sin of homosexuality but love that bound person and offer the glorious deliverance Jesus Christ affords. This is part four in the God Said, Man Said series, Homosexuality, Born That Way, Stay That Way. Thus far we have discussed, number one, science does not support the born that way theory. Number two, science does not support the stay that way theory. Number three, the mental and physical fruits of the homosexual lifestyle are devastating. Number four, numerous outside contributing factors, some seemingly unrelated, are involved in homosexuality. And number five, nevertheless, the solution remains the same. Several foundational paragraphs from previous features follow. The Bible is clear in the Old and New Testament. Homosexuality is condemned and punishable by death, as are the sins of murder, bestiality, adultery, man-stealing, witchcraft, and more. God has not changed. His laws remain the same. But something big, eternally big, changed at Calvary. Jesus Christ, with His precious blood, broke the back of Satan's stranglehold upon the sons of Adam and opened the door to everlasting freedom. An opportunity to be born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God, has been afforded to all men. At the place called born again, fallen man dies to self and becomes a new creature with a new father, a new name, a new power, and a new eternal purpose. Isaiah 1 verse 18, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. This is a brand new sinless life. Something really big happened at Calvary. Until 1973, homosexuality was classified as a mental disorder 
by the American Psychiatric Association. Until struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court in 2003, homosexuality was a crime in some American states. Until 2013, transgenderism was listed as a mental disorder again by the American Psychiatric Association. In 2015, the homosexual marriage was adjudicated and certified legal and acceptable by the U.S. Supreme Court. The spirit of evil gradualism prevails among men, but be certain that God's commandments do not change. Those who flaunt their rebellion in his face must by necessity suffer the consequences, and these horrific consequences will last forever. Choices are being made. Those who choose Christ will find forgiveness, deliverance, and the power to live a Christian life, end of quote. The researchers can't find the physical root of homosexuality because it is not a physical root, but rather a spiritual one. Keep in mind, however, that spirit causes physical results. Thoughts which are spiritual in nature, for example, awe-inspiring thoughts of God, actually change the physical structure of the brain. Neuroscientists know this phenomenon as neuroplasticity. The spirit of anger and rage will cause a host of physical maladies, even heart attacks, violence, and murder. The spirit causes physical action. When situations have run afoul, it is common and even helpful to affix blame, not for blame's sake, but for a remedy. And there is plenty of blame, outside influences, to pass around regarding homosexuality, but the solution is still the same. Keep in mind, we didn't choose to be born spiritually dead in trespasses and sins, the result of someone else's deeds, but we choose whether we stay in that condition. End of quote. The following email came from TC. I am confused as how your view on homosexuality is not bigotry and hate. God created homosexuals, didn't he? If he is an all-knowing God, then he must have seen this behavior coming. To then say, if you act on your feelings, then you are damned to hell for the way I made you, is cruel. T.C., God, unfortunately for us, did not make us the way we are. His original creation, our grandparents, Adam and Eve, were created to live forever in a sinless, innocent state. This condition was to have continued to their children, but Genesis chapter 3 tells of a deadly chains. Adam and Eve cast off the God of the living and instead chose Satan, the little G-O-D of the dead. This deadly change is scripturally called the law of sin and death, when Adam and Eve cast God aside for Satan, the law of sin and death began to reign. Due to this deadly transition, the word of God says of the redeemed in Ephesians 2.1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. We didn't choose to be this way, but unto God we were spiritually stillborn. However, whether we stay in this condition will be our choice. Now, T.C., the offer and plan of escape, the plan of salvation in Christ, has been extended to all. This is the chance to be born again. Choices are being made. I didn't choose to be born dead in trespasses and sins, but it is my choice if I stay that way. A physical root of homosexuality cannot be found because that root is a spirit, 
We live in a physical body on a physical globe, but the invisible realm of the Spirit rules. Jesus operated in the realm of the Spirit and declares its secrets. Consider Luke sixteen twenty through 24 And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. One can see the clear separation of the physical body and the spiritual body in these verses. The rich man's eyes are buried in the rich man's tomb, but he lifts up the eyes of his spiritual man in hell. The rich man recognizes Lazarus and Abraham and reasons with Abraham, but the rich man's brain is in the rich man's tomb. The rich man asks for Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water to cool his tormented tongue, but the rich man's physical tongue is in the rich man's tomb. There is a physical body and a spiritual body. There are also disembodied spirits, evil spirits, seeking to possess a vessel, a body. In the July 2017 issue of Scientific American, one of the world's leading skeptics references those in the scientific community who have concluded that consciousness lives outside the brain and continues after death. A few sentences follow. This idea is not too far afield from a real theory called quantum consciousness, proffered by a wide range of people from physicist Roger Penrose to physician Deepak Chopra. Some versions hold that our mind is not strictly the product of our brain and that consciousness exists separately from material substance, so the death of your physical body is not the end of your conscious existence, end of quote. There are physical and there are spiritual bodies. The spirit realm dictates all that is physical. 1 Thessalonians 4.4 4 reads that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Your vessel is your body, as stated in 2 Corinthians 4.7, but we have these secrets in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. The redeemed will stand before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, 2 Corinthians 5.10. Think of your vessel as a gallon jug. The jug is full of apple cider. It is not the apple cider. It is a container. Your body, your vessel, houses the mind, the heart, the soul, and the spirit. Originally, our Creator created us with the power to choose. But when our grandfather Adam fell, Satan became the little G.O.D. of this world, blinding the eyes of the sons of Adam. The Bible says of our condition prior to redemption that we sat in darkness. 2 Timothy 2.25.26 says, In meekness 
instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. We were bound by the devil, but something big happened at Calvary. A deliverer, a savior, a redeemer arrived and paid the price with his own blood for our ransomed souls. The power to choose is restored to fallen man when the Holy Ghost begins to draw man to salvation. Joel 3.14 says, Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The door of choice is open, and we choose what spirit will possess our vessel, the spirit of Christ or the spirit of Antichrist. You and I choose. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, Sexual Perversion and Unclean Spirit. The Word of God is the authority on the subject of homosexuality, as you should expect, since God created mankind. He says that homosexuality is a spiritual uncleanness. Romans one twenty four. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their, dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The term unclean in the Old Testament indicated one who was contaminated with contagious germs or disease or a running issue of bodily fluids and so on. Those who were unclean were quarantined until they were cleansed of the contamination in order to protect others from infection. In the New Testament, the Bible speaks of evil spirits, and they're called unclean spirits which possess humans. Jesus Christ cast unclean spirits out by the power of his word. Mark seven twenty five and 26, For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. An unclean spirit is a devil. They can and must be cast out if the affected individual wants to be set free from their bondage. Webster's New Collegiate Dictionary defines unclean morally or spiritually impure, infected with a harmful supernatural contagion, end of quote. An unclean spirit is a harmful supernatural contagion. God calls the homosexual condition an uncleanness. Therefore, the unclean spirit of homosexuality is an evil supernatural contagion. Others can be and are infected with it. As it continues to be promoted more and more, it will continue to spiritually infect larger and larger shares of society. The spiritually infected part of the community will take on the same traits, symptoms of the other infected parties, desires, attitudes, talk, walk, actions, etc. Possession takes place in an individual as uh, as all spiritual possession takes place by opening oneself and yielding to the unclean spirit please note that god and satan are spirits words and ideas are the concepts and conduits of the spirit world contaminated words and ideas are satan's stronghold this was his plan of attack with our great great grandmother eve in the garden of eden when he challenged and contradicted god's words satan has not changed his game plan since Homosexuals are bound by a common, unclean, contagious spirit. They can and are being set free. 
Homosexuality is a terrible satanic bondage. If you are bound, it is important to know with certainty that God calls it an abomination and that you are doomed unless you turn from it. God loves you, but hates the unclean spirit of homosexuality. Deliverance is yours if you want it with all your heart. You must repent and disavow this evil spirit. You must believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, as your Savior and King. The Lord Jesus gave his disciples power to cast out unclean spirits. Just before his ascension into heaven, Jesus said in Mark sixteen seventeen, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. A clean believer who ministers through the power of the Holy Ghost can bind the spirit of homosexuality and cast it out. May the face of God's deliverance and salvation shine on you. That God said, man said, we know that Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory, and all power in heaven and earth has been delivered into his hand. If you are bound, be assured that Jesus can make you free. End of quote. Dear visitor, if you are bound by an unclean spirit and desire to be delivered, today is your day of deliverance. Are you ready to repent of your sins, to disavow the devil's deeds, to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to inhabit your vessel and to become the Lord of your life? If so, then stand by. Imagine, I can capture the spirit of an idea by writing it on a piece of paper, folding it up, freezing it in time for a hundred years. When someone in the future unfolds the paper and reads the message, the spirit of that message is reconstituted. The Bible's words span thousands of years, even to the beginning of time. And as we read them, the spirit of life comes alive in our hearts, even to the salvation of our souls. God said, man said, proclaims the words of God, and the results have been the redemption and strengthening of tens of thousands of souls, as well as the baptism of an unknown number of saints in the Holy Ghost and with fire. When the page is unfolded and read, the spirit of life is released and very real things happen. Today, those of you who are bound are in the valley of decision. Today, your power to choose has been restored. To those who are willing, I'm going to lead you in Jesus' name to Christ, to cast out the unclean spirit, and to deliver your clean vessel unto the Christ of glory. You will need to be alone unless someone else is making this decision with you. Are you ready to follow me in the prayer of deliverance? Repeat after me. Dear God, I humble myself in your presence. Please forgive me for all of my sins and remove from me all of my shame. I disavow my unclean lifestyle and confess that Jesus Christ is your only begotten Son, who shed his blood on Calvary to destroy Satan's stronghold on me and to set my captive soul free. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, as you agree with me, I am going to bind the unclean spirit and in Jesus' name commanded to come out of your vessel. Ready? This time, do not repeat after me. Expect deliverance now. Satan, your legal right to possess this vessel has been broken. Full repentance has been made, evil deeds disavowed, and a good confession of Jesus Christ spoken. 
According to the word of God, I take command over you, thou unclean homosexual spirit. I charge thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to come out of this vessel. Come out now. Come out immediately and enter no more. At this time, we will approach God fully repented and clear of all unclean spirits and ask Jesus Christ to come into your life as your Lord and Savior. Ready? This time, repeat after me with all your heart. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for forgiving my sins and casting the unclean spirits out of my vessel. I now ask the Lord Jesus Christ to enter into my life as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for paying the price for my salvation. In Jesus' name I pray, believing it's done. Amen. The Bible says in Romans 10.10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now confess with your mouth. Repeat after me. I am born again. I am a child of God and free of all unclean spirits. Hallelujah. From here forward, we suggest taking the following steps. Number one, immediately visit the Holy Ghost series on this website. Read or listen to one or two features a day. During the fifth feature, expect a major miracle. Do not skip ahead in the series. Number two, separate yourselves from those who follow your old lifestyle. Tell them of your choice for Christ and invite them to attend church with you. Number three, purchase an authorized King James Version of the Bible and begin your reading with Matthew chapter one. Read several chapters or more every day. This is the food your soul man eats. Number four, Find the church that preaches the full gospel, meaning the whole book, miracles and all. Attend every service possible. Number five, have your pastor baptize you in water by immersion, as Jesus declares. Number six, now you have the power of choice and you have chosen Christ. When Satan returns and attempts to repossess your vessel, you simply say, not in this vessel. First Thessalonians 4.4, 4, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel and sanctification and honor. It really works that simply. Keep in mind that Jesus spent much of his time casting out devils. If I don't possess my own vessel, the enemy will. Number seven, begin every day in thanksgiving and prayer. Speak your heart to God and in the reading of God's word. Congratulations on your choice to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Imagine today is the best day of your life and tomorrow will be better. You have made the choice for Christ, and the benefits are eternal. God said, Romans 1, 24 through 28 and verse 32, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, 
God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. God said, Matthew 10, verse 1, And when he had called unto them his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. God said, 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 4, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. God said, Luke 16, 20 through 24. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame." Man said, homosexuality is a genetic issue, and when you're born that way, it is irreversible. It's nobody's business who you love. It's yours. Now you have the record.